0: Welcome to the Smart Pacific Podcast from the PTC. Introducing more insights from ICT thought leaders in the Pacific and beyond is your host, Steve McClelland.
1: Welcome. The Smart Pacific. In this special episode, we focus on innovation, innovation of a particular kind. It's a time of unprecedented expansion for the entire industry. But another change may be on the way too. It's one its supporters say may cause its biggest shakeup yet blockchain. Blockchain is being trialed in back office applications and service providers, but it's set to do much more. If, like me, you feel it's still shrouded in hype and mystery, you need a quick update. So here's a coffee break primer from the PTC. First, we caught up in Singapore with Aranhagia of Clear, a developer of blockchain applications, and asked him why blockchain should find a place in the global carrier space. The
0: big promise is to take all the new types of new generation services of kind of the new ca- quality of service, guaranteed quality of service network, or kind of the new internet in the sense that a lot of use cases like high quality video conferencing, VR and AR session, gaming, remote medical treatments, different IOT devices that needs to seamlessly connect to multiple networks, uh, remote driving of cars, edge computing of collecting all this data, all these u- New use cases coming from both 5G and from the advancement in the different technologies, creating a new challenge that that needs a guaranteed quality of service intercarrier solutions. In London,
1: we asked Carl Grimner, CEO of Colt, about plans for his own company's rollout. The
2: blockchain is right now, from our perspective, focused on the, the back office stuff. And the reason we've done that is to gain experience with blockchain. But the next step is now to take it and make it a customer facing. Set of applications or infrastructure. I'm not quite sure how that goes. So we've gained some experience, but now we want to start bringing it closer to the customer and making it available to our customers, maybe in a cybersecurity application of some sort. So that's the next frontier, so to speak, in terms of blockchain development. We brought some resources in house that are specifically focused on blockchain and artificial intelligence uh, at the same time. So I think it's one of those things, and I was thinking about this the other day, you know, our high bandwidth strategy, typically strategies last four to five years. I think when you start looking at blockchain and artificial intelligence, I think they they start to create the foundation for the next, next four or five years in terms of where that strategy goes.
1: Why are industry settlement and accounting applications particularly attractive here?
0: Settlement and clearing is a very interesting type of use case. It's something that you cannot do without blockchain. Because of the problem of the trusted centralized party, whenever clearinghouses try to become a little bit bigger than a kind of a regional clearinghouse, they stopped working because the counterparties couldn't trust the central party with the sensitive data. And you can can even see that in in roaming today, clearinghouses does not contain the entire contracts and tap files do not contain the actual rates. But companies are doing it on a separate end of period type of settlement themselves. So there is no really centralized clearinghouse not in telecommunication, but in other areas. The second reason is because settlement and clearing is something that blockchain solves so nicely that it can create immediate efficiencies and can create cost saving that allows to build a network, instead of spending money on it, actually receiving money on the cost efficiency and later on allowing more and more use cases on the same blockchain network.
1: How does this affect service provider strategies?
0: Ultimately,
2: I'd like to see us consumerize the customer experience. So, as I say, you know, when you order something on Amazon, the last thing you want to do is talk to a person. You want the order to go through. And if it doesn't go through, you want to be able to fix it yourself. You don't want to get on the phone and spend. That's kind of where we think this industry should go from a customer experience perspective is to consumerize that so that the customer can order online. They can bring up bandwidth. They can take bandwidth down. Uh, they can change locations. They can do it very, very quickly. And that's where we think ultimately the, uh, the vision goes.
1: Is this a good example of innovation at work?
2: Innovation is a big part of it because the underlying glass, the electronics, the back office stuff, we all buy from the same companies. We buy them from this company or that company. It's how you integrate them together into an overall package and then how you provide innovation
0: on top of that that will differentiate you longer term in the market.
1: Are there particular issues when it comes to getting carriers to work together?
0: Provisioning inside carriers, companies um, that are advanced, like Cold has their own solution, PCCW with Console Connect has their own solution, AT&T is doing it with ONAP and so this exists now with the advanced companies, but there is no solution for interconnecting them, so orchestration is something that's being handled now from a standardization point of view by the MEF and we are working with the math on these things. But there is no financial framework for that. There is no way to automatic settlement for this network. And because we see how costly and manual it is for legacy products like Minutes and, and Data, to do it for all this new product is going to be impossible without an automated framework. And to do automation, you have to have a blockchain because of the centralized party problem.
1: Mark Helpinger, CEO of PCCW Global in Hong Kong, has been a strong believer in blockchain and chairs a cross-industry initiative to trial blockchain applications and service providers. How is the industry set to change here? Is there going to be a substantial impact? blockchain can potentially be a
3: technology that will facilitate a structural shift in the way the industry automates elements of its back end in the settlement of various forms of ICT traffic units. And if the industry will agree a governance construct around new approaches, then we can all move forward. So it's not so much that PCCW Global is involved, this. it's that the industry as, as an economic organ Organization needs to collectively take the view that the approaches that we've been using hitherto are no longer relevant in this environment of sustained innovation. It requires us to collectively find effective methods to automate, to be transparent, to audit and educate any dispute in the most rapid, on-demand and effective manner so that we continue to deliver
1: value to our end users at the pace that they are now expecting. Is there a balance to be struck here between the collective interest and the company interest? The industry has
3: to head to digital transformation. We have to pick where it makes sense for us to innovate as an independent entity that competes and where does it make sense for the entire industry to innovate, so collectively we're able to move forward. The disruptive factors are not just to PCCW Global. Disruptive factors are impacting everyone that's in the current ICT service provider community at every level, whether it be vendor or cloud or telco network or mobile network or ISP. Disruption, innovation, confusion is the norm. It's important to set back and identify what is important to an industry. Blockchain can be used by an individual service provider in order to facilitate financial relationships with end users. But in this instance, we've chosen as an industry body through the Global Leaders Forum to look at how it can be used to facilitate interoperability amongst service providers for common sets of various forms of ICT traffic and deliver less fraud, less disputes, faster response time, more leaner approach to cash flow, and to open up the opportunity for more creative productization by a ubiquitous construct that facilitates all service providers in the ICT
1: space. What's going on at the moment?
0: As published, we've engaged with a few uh, big careers, engage us to create a series of proof of concepts. And we are now in the late stages of delivering this proof of concept. And soon we will present the proof of concept of these companies working together on a, on a multi-node environment doing automatic settlement for international voice minutes. And we also announced on a bandwidth-on-demand type of proof of concept uh, with MEF that we are going to present in MEF 18 in the end of October uh, together with PCCW Global and with uh, Tata Communications, Market Italia, and others.
3: In general, economic relationships, relationships are a chain, not just a blockchain. And so here, what we're doing, I think, probably wisely, is to start at the very back end of the core of what was always the special part of telecommunications service providers, which was, we have never been afraid to transparently interconnect, even with our fiercest competitor. So that an end user will be able to do what's so important to society, which is to communicate. And so if we can now make that process automated and efficient to settle the value of that interoperability, we open the door to utilize resources for more creative opportunities on the front end. In that case, I think it will be a facilitator also for future independent competitive edge. But first, we need to organize
0: ourselves, and then we can organize individually. I asked Erin Hagia if we
1: can anticipate more
0: development. Absolutely. Blockchain is now just starting. To do his first baby steps in the telecommunication industry, but when it will reach its full potential, we can see tremendous positive impact on the telecommunication, both from enabling a lot of new types of technologies, uh, as well as en- enabling new types of services. And this is a, really an inflection point in telecommunication, where if telecoms will be smart enough to utilize this technology and its advantages and move fast, and uh, they can, uh, it, it can actually benefit from the exponential growth. If it will fail to do that, it will keep uh, moving in the, in the current trajectory. Carl
1: Gribner.
2: I think that you know, when you look at blockchain technology, artificial intelligence, software-defined networking, I think you're going to start seeing those put in the same mixing bowl at some point in time and, and create some new capabilities for customers and new ways to run networks
1: uh, that we haven't seen in the past. It seems the wave of the future is almost upon us. That's it from Smart Pacific. Show notes are available on the PTC website at ptc.org. Check them out. Thanks for listening.
0: PTC is the premier global nonprofit membership organization promoting ICT in the Pacific Rim. Get involved in the world's most dynamic ICT region. Join PTC today. Participate in PTC seminars and conferences. Engage in PTC research programs. Make web contributions to PTC outreach. Share our dialogue and these PTC podcasts. Help us by rating them on iTunes. For more information about what PTC can do for you, see ptc.org.